big sky, big potential. This is Eastern Promise. From today's generation of top scientists to the researchers of the future now, this year's Royal Norfolk show will see a new addition to the Discovery Zone, the STEM Village. That's STEM with an extra M for medicine. The organisers of the STEM Village, Dr Samantha Fox of the Youth STEM Awards CIC and Dr Shannon Woodhouse of the Food and Farming Discovery Trust are here to tell us more. It's a beautiful day. God, that was cliched. It's a beautiful day here at the Royal Norfolk Agricultural Association, uh, the Royal Norfolk Showground. And I'm here with previous guest, honoured guest on this very podcast, Dr. Samantha Fox of the Youth STEM Awards CIC. And a new guest, Dr. Shannon Woodhouse of the Food and Farming Discovery Trust. Welcome both. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. And what a delight to, ha- to meet you in person, because last time it was over uh, the magic of uh, the interweb. And But we are here to discuss a very, very exciting project coming up for the Royal Norfolk Show this year, 2023, which all listeners, I'm sure, will be buying tickets for as we, as we speak. Sam, tell us about the STEM Village, which sounds an exciting place to be. <laughs> It will be. And I am really excited to be involved with this um, and really honoured to have been asked to coordinate it, actually, uh, for the Royal Norfolk Show. Um, And STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Maths and Medicine, just to get that out there in the beginning. And this is a new zone for the Royal Norfolk Show, which is focused on education. And this area is really going to be targeted at the older teenagers, so from about the 14 to 19 Yeah, sort of filling a gap and really building on what they've uh, been doing in the last few years, and which Shannon will be talking more about, the the wonderful Discovery Zone. But yeah, it's a really exciting, innovative, new area to bring lots of our wonderful organisations in the region together, focusing on showcasing not only careers in STEM and and the great opportunities there are for young people, but also innovations in STEM and how thinking about the future, those innovations will help us uh, tackle some of the global challenges that we face today. Those are incredibly important. And I think I remember being at the show last year and there were your colleagues there from Earlham, the Earlham Institute and Quadrum. And I believe somebody from the Quadrum Institute was wandering around dressed as, an, as a giant poo, which is, you know, uh, an, an, a, a great day in the office, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I, once had, I once had to, for work, dress up as a green dragon. Not quite in the same level as dressing up as a poo. That'd be an interesting meeting. But these these... They are so exciting to go to because you get the, the huge buzz of the scientists uh, and the professionals in the field interacting with young people and drawing those people into STEM with the extra M. And it's, it's, it's such an important opportunity for them to, to ask questions and to, 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 to be there with the people who, who hopefully they sh- will want to emulate and, and follow into the field. But Shannon, tell us more about what the STEM village will be, the, the discovery zones in general, and, and why why this, why now? So I coordinate the discovery zone, which hopefully many of you will be familiar with. Um, so that is primarily targeted at um, younger students, so sort of the 5 to 14 mark. 
We're very happy with how that's gone last year. Um, hopefully some of you will remember we were focusing on, on potatoes and we had lots of things going on. Um, but we felt that there was a bit of a gap and that we weren't quite targeting those older students. So whilst we had quite a few of them coming, um, and certainly some of them volunteer in the Discovery Zone and do a fabulous job um, interacting with the school groups that come through, engaging with them, taking them along the trail that we have in the Discovery Zone, we wanted a, a space that was for them. So this is very much why this has come about. Um, um, and why Sam is involved, because obviously she um, does wonderful work with the Youth STEM Award um, and, and was an, an obvious um, choice to help us drive this um, initiative forward. Absolutely. I, I, I can only echo what a, a fantastic and only choice, really. It's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, who is it? It's, it, 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 it well, oh my God, it has to be. It, well, no, no, no. Come on, be on it. Be fair. It has to be, it, it had to be really. There, there, there is, you know, certainly in this, in, 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 in this part of the region, uh, you know, there's, there's, there, there is no better choice uh, than yourself, Sam. And so what is your hope uh, I mean, I'll, I'll come on to ask Shannon about sort of the because this is some exciting. Uh, if you're sort of, uh, oh, that's going to get cut. Sam, tell us what what it is that the STEM Village experience will be like for kids coming along, young adults coming along, and what you're hoping that they'll take away from the experience. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a really fun day, but also really educational and hopefully inspirational as well. So a number of things. I would like people to have their horizons broadened about the whole range of opportunities there are in and across the STEM fields. So for example, there will be live opportunities from a number of employers for apprentices or apprenticeships that are gonna be available. So there are not only the opportunity to sort of think about the potential future careers they might have, there will be live opportunities for people to get involved. If people want to find out about the potential to say do an engineering apprenticeship, there will be companies with live vacancies. So there will be the potential to actually uh, speak to people about that and maybe come away with a potential new next step in their career. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I think apprentices, uh, apprenticeships are something that we don't often talk about enough. I often work with higher education organisations like UEA and we talk a lot about maybe more traditional career paths that people think about when they think about a, a career in STEM. But there's also amazing opportunities these days for apprenticeships. And this is something that's really uh, becoming something more available and more organisations are getting involved in. Um, so it's a great opportunity for young people to find out about the potential for their next steps in their careers in a various different uh, fields of STEM, but also just finding out about those innovations. For example, we're going to have an amazing uh, zone which is focusing on clean energy and oh, wow. offshore yes, so wind. Cool. Yeah. yeah, as a plant scientist, my career at the John Lewis, I really didn't know anything about this at all, mm. other than you go to the coast and you can see some wind turbines off, off in the in the distance they're out at sea. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be having build your own wind turbines in paddling pools. So, oh, wow. <laughs> because I didn't know that the wind turbines, are, I think the next generation, they're floating. They're floating. They're yeah. floating. So it's gonna be, people are gonna have the opportunity to find out about the technology involved, how this is producing or going to produce clean energy for our region in the future, but also about the amazing number of opportunities of jobs. And there are many, and I think we're gonna have lots of organizations 
represented, including the developers themselves. So we've got Vattenfall, we've got uh, Orsted, and we've got Equinor going to be there yeah. as part of like, a key key partners as part of this zone doing hands-on activities. There's going to be um, virtual reality headsets so people will be able to visit the site of the of the wind farm and see how that feels and learn about the technology and the careers. So I think it's those two things. It's about careers, but it's also just about learning and about how these technologies are working and how they're going to change our lives in the future, how they're going to help us get to net zero. And that's not just for the school children, that's going to be of interest to all visitors. I mean, there's so many fields um, that the East of England specialises in that I can think of just off the, off the top of my head that would really benefit hugely from being a part of this. Uh, you know, and uh, it, it's funny, the conversation I was having uh, not that long ago, I mean, this, it wasn't in a, in a science field, but the principle still applies um, of, of, of getting apprenticeships to people to get them engaged in a particular field um, is so important and so and uh, so ripe with opportunity that uh, it, it does make the mind boggle. And I can think of so many people. I mean, you, 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 I'll turn this into a question. I can think of so many people who would do such a fantastic job as being part of the STEM village and have such knowledge and experience to impart. Is, is there still scope for organisations to get involved? There is. There is. We've got um, we've got some limited space left. So there definitely is space. And we'd be really keen to hear from any of your fantastic listeners who think, yes, I can contribute to this. I can bring something. So whether that is doesn't have to be live vacancies. You don't have to be someone who's recruiting 16 year olds. It might just be someone who wants to showcase innovation and be part of some really exciting new development at the Royal Office Show. It's a great opportunity to to raise your brand and to reach out to a lot of people yeah. and add to our exciting list of uh, exhibitors that are already going to be there. Well, I can I can think of several people who I, w- I won't name. Please do get in touch. But I will get into I will get in touch with them and give them a prod um, and say you need to be part of this um, because there are, as I say, lots of people doing such fantastic work. Shannon, are you, are you able to tell us anything about ticketing arrangements? Tell us more. Yes, absolutely. So as Sam was quite rightly saying, the show is just a fantastic platform because of how many visitors we do get come through the gates. Um, But one thing that I'm certainly very proud of um, working with the schools is how many school children we do get come through. And that is all the way from early years right up to sixth form age. Um, So there really is something for everyone at the show. And um, I really want to stress to teachers that those school tickets that we offer to school children are free and there are still school tickets available for any schools that wish to attend. Um, That also includes um, tickets for any um, staff members that are helping within allowed ratios as well. In terms of um, the STEM village, do you have a sense yet of how the two days are going to be constructed? The STEM village is going to encompass a number of different zoned areas, including clean energy, engineering, and then our STEM marquee, which has a whole mix of different uh, fantastic uh, exhibitors taking part. And what the, how it will be as a, as a visitor coming in, whether you're a school group or a member of the public, you'll, you'll come into this area just like any other part of the, of the Norfolk show. And you'll be able to wander around and explore the different areas and what's going on. And essentially what that will be is hands-on exhibits um, with workshops and ways to get involved. So there will be, for example, 
have a go at putting a piece of machinery together or racing something down the, the strip of grass and there'll be many competitions oh, wow. as well. They'll be put together a wind turbine, they'll be trying out something on virtual reality headsets, but of course there'll be the chance to engage with people doing these interesting roles. So for everything from uh, the scientists at the Norwich Research Park and actually we've got a great exhibition called What is a Scientist where they have done uh, interviews and photos from a whole range of different people to showcase the diversity of what makes a scientist. And, and several of those people are going to be there on the day ready to talk to members of the public. So it should be a really fun experience and people should plan to spend a chunk of time in that area, actually. It's not just to come in and walk past. You know, there's stuff to get involved with, have a go, and there'll be competitions as well and all sorts of things. So it should be really good fun. Should be, will be, from the sound of it, will be sure really good fun. No, I'm, I'm positive um, because I, I like the sound of it already. Do you want to talk to me, Shannon, about the Food and Farming Discovery Trust? Because I'm conscious that we've mentioned it uh, and, you know, listeners will and should go back and listen to Sam talk about uh, the Youth STEM Awards CIC, which, bigging up a fellow CIC operator, uh, director, is, um, is, is, is mandatory here. Tell us about the Food and Farming Discovery Trust and how you kind of fit into this whole jigsaw. Sure, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, so the Food and Farming Discovery Trust are a small educational charity based here at the Norfolk Showground, and we operate very much under the umbrella of the Royal Norfolk Agricultural Association. So effectively, we're their education arm. Um, so we very much aim to teach young people in Norfolk all about food farming and the countryside, and that's through both the series of in-person events that we get involved with, for example, the Royal Norfolk Show, of course, which is our biggest event that we're involved in throughout the year. Um, but we also take part in Norwich Science Festival. Um, you can find us um, out and about on Open Farm Sunday and um, getting involved in the Aylsham Show. But we also have online resources and we also go into really? schools. Yes, yes. Right. Um, we launched actually our new website last September, which we're all still very excited about. Um, and if you head to that website, you can actually find some resources on there. Um, to, to do either in the classroom or at home. Um, and we also have some interactive maps on there so you can explore Norfolk and find out what's growing. Um, so what is actually out in the field and you can wow. do that either by region so you can have a look around and see what's near you um, or you could do that by season and find out, so for example, on this beautiful spring day, what you might see out in the field and how that might look in the summer the autumn and the winter. Um, so yes, so we have lots of really exciting bits on there. So, and we really do encourage people to have a, have a look if you haven't already. So are you, are you kind of, is your ambit Norfolk? Um, yes. and do you have kind of relations with other similar bodies in, in sort of like Suffolk, for example? Yes, so we work, we're very lucky to collaborate with a lot of different organisations and individuals, so obviously the Youth STEM Award, also um, the Saw Trust, and then further afield, so we have links to the Suffolk Agricultural Association um, and are hoping to work with them much more closely on some initiatives. We're already involved, of course, with the um, Norfolk and Suffolk Skills and Careers Festival, which was yes, held indeed. recently. Yes, um, so yes, very much Norfolk, but we do, we do go a little bit further afield when we can. And Shannon, one of your fantastic projects is actually going to be showcased in the STEM Village, isn't it? Because Ooh, it is, you, yes. you've, you've been working with the students at East Norfolk Sixth Form College. Yes, so this is a project that I'm very, I am very excited about this one. Um, this is something completely new for this year. And, and we've been working with some of the um, 
uh, game design students at East Norfolk Sixth Form. So they are working on a really exciting project where they're building video games um, to teach primary school children about agriculture oh, and farming. Wow. Um, so they will be showcased on the day, but also the students will be talking about the programming and the development work that's actually gone on behind that final product, which uh, visitors will be actually able to have a go at and play on the day. Um, so we're really looking forward that to that. So Just yeah, trying to think of new ways to engage young people in agriculture. Um, and it's brilliant that this, um, what these students have done so far. I am really astounded with the, with the work they've produced. Amazing. And an amazing opportunity for the young people because they get to be an exhibitor for the day. They get to stand on their yeah. own stand next to the scientists from, say, the Sainsbury Laboratory or the John Innes Centre, they're going to be there as the people talking to the to the other students coming along, telling them about their experience, teaching them about what they've uh, what they've done with their their games design, um, and I think for them as an opportunity to to build their skills in communication um, and engage in the public is is great. I have to say, just as just as a, a, a tiny segue, uh, it doesn't surprise me that it's East Norfolk College because. They were very closely involved in Sync the City, which is a hackathon that takes place at the, the, the King Centre uh, every year. And they, they took a fantastic cohort of students along. And I watched this one particular student who basically had to get her friend to come on stage and do the initial pitch because she was so shy and so nervous. And it was a great pitch. It was an app to help people recycle. And by the end of that 54 hours, she was leading the pitch on stage with a confidence that you would not have pegged beforehand. Um, uh, and I don't know if I should name her or not, because it's, it's like, hmm, ethically, ethically grey area. But yeah, I mean, if you go back to listen to the coverage of, 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 um, uh, of Sink the City on, on the podcast feed, you can, you can hear more about her. But it was East Norfolk College. What forward-thinking gang of people they are. Well, it's wonderful to hear they're involved in this. And if the Discovery Zone last year was an absolute blast, you taught me a lot, mainly to how to screen out background noise because the buzz, the energy in that tent was so incredible that I was like, sorry, well, you, you work from who? With my microphone. And, um, and to know that you're involved in it as well, Sam, that is so magnificent. And what a brilliant fusion of the Youth STEM Awards CIC, which does amazing work globally from, from Norwich, but globally, uh, in in, help, in helping encouraging the, the the Duke of Edinburgh award for the sciences is how I described it this very morning. Shannon, tell us what can you expect from the Discovery Zone more broadly. So this year, um, the theme for the Discovery Zone is Norfolk fruit and veg, um, which is quite broad but quite exciting because it means we can showcase so much produce that is grown locally here in Norfolk. Um, so we're going to be um, having a trail throughout the zone again, which will start with a polytunnel for visitors to walk through. Um, oh, don't worry, the sides will be open. We don't want anybody getting too warm and, <laughs> and passing out. Um, but there'll be a polytunnel to go through. Snicker for tomato. <laughs> yes, quite. Um, followed by some wonderful planters that are going to be planted up with a range of different fruits and vegetables so that the young people can actually see those things growing. Because I think quite often there's a bit of a disconnect in what the plants actually look like compared to what we might go and buy in the supermarket. So we're very excited um, to do that and we've um, got some wonderful organisations involved. So Place UK, East Coast Growers and Thompson Burgess Growers are all very kindly providing resource for that, which is wonderful. 
And the along the trail as well, we're going to have pieces of equipment and machinery that are used on farm. And we'll be talking about sustainability, insect netting, trickle irrigation. There will be a huge range of things um, available for young people to see. Um, and finally, that will be ending with uh, the opportunity to make some fruit kebabs. So we're going wow, to be using the things on the trail um, to get you, hopefully, thinking of fun ways to, to eat healthily. Um, so that is the, the main trail. And then we're very pleased to have um, Thornage Hall and the Papillon Project joining us as well as part of the zone. And also Norwich Science Festival returning um, with their science tent, which will be full of interactive and hands-on activities that um, students can take part in. It is, it is not mandatory to dress as a giant poo. No, although I hear that one of the Norwich Science Festival staff members may be coming as a giant strawberry this year, which I is slightly more pleasant. <laughs> you know, I, I hope they've got a volunteer or at the very least a straw-drawing exercise for the strawberry. Every, um, everybody thinks scientists, you know, they're very serious people, but actually any opportunity to dress up... <laughs> <laughs> now there's there's a mental image that's going to take a while to shift. I'm going to have to do the the interview I'm having later with Nick Tolbert. Apparently, scientists take any opportunity to dress up. What's your costume of choice, Professor Tolbert? Um, well, there we are. There we have it. Um, so so Sam, have you given us the full ambit? of who's been involved this year, or are there any, anyone else that you want to... Oh, there's so many. I'm trying to remember everyone. Because I did say there's S-T-E-M-M. So with the extra M for medicine, we've got the NHS coming along to showcase oh, careers in, in, uh, for the allied health professionals. So that, that's, that'd be fantastic. We've got vets going to be there. So lots of young people interested in finding out about careers in veterinary science. So Westover uh, large animal vets will be there. We've actually got... Um, the University Technical College Norfolk, UTCN students are going to be there showcasing some of the work they've been doing. We've got the UK School Sustainability Network going to be there talking about how young people can calculate their carbon budget and be more sustainable. So the overall theme for the zone is STEM and we have loads and loads of different organisations taking part. Ah, I mustn't forget vertical farming. This is no, an agricultural absolutely. show as well. Yes, we've got a really exciting couple of exhibits going to be talking to people about how uh, certainly one future of farming is vertical, it's straight is. up. So we've got One Farm, which is a really exciting new uh, food production uh, centre, and they're going to be showcasing how they're growing micro herbs uh, in the UK. So it's all to do with sustainability and food security. And we've got uh, the Growbotics, a uh, small company, which are producing these fantastic equipment to help people grow vertically. Oh, and possibly linking up to schools as well. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah, there's just so much. I could go on and on. But, yeah, there is still room. So if people want to get involved, do get in touch. The virtuous circle that food, farming and science is building here that I think I mentioned way went back when I talked to Mark uh, Nicholas, um, who runs the RNAA, is amazing. What You know, this, this you, you, you get similar things out in, in Texas with cotton. Uh, but here... You've got uh, the food enterprise part. You've got this very, very uh, fantastic establishment we're sitting in. You've got the Norwich Research Park as well. And there's, it's, no, it's no small wonder that in Cambridge they sort of talk about the science that goes on here, the agricultural uh, agritech that goes on here in hushed and reverential tones as well they should. Sam, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on Eastern Promise and telling us about what a hugely exciting time is going to be had by all 
who are visiting the the the, uh, the STEM village in the Discovery Zone at the Norfolk Show this year. Wow, I can't, I can't wait. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. And we look forward to seeing you there. Anytime. You I must come. I shall be. I shall be there. I shall be. Thank you very much and all the best. Thanks. Thank you. The STEM Village. Be there. Bring your young scientists of the future too, because there is a rich and bright future for them in the labs and workshops across our region. From Industrial Park to the Cambridge Life Science Clusters and back to the Norwich Research Park, there's opportunity aplenty in the east of England. Eastern Promise is a Priors Croft production for the Eastern Promise East Anglia Community Interest Company.